0: meet at the door. I think there's folks at the door, so if the kids want to go to kids' all out in the lobby, they can head uh, that way. You may be seated for just a few moments, and we'll maybe have you stand for the scripture in just in a few, few moments. Can I want to explain, explain where, where God took us this week. As you know, I began, I began last, last week uh, preaching what I guess we should might as well go ahead and call a Christmas series, right? So I went ahead and said, let's just go ahead with but it, because exactly. I told you guys, you guys we're going to have a series.
1: And then all of a sudden, God had other plans, and so we're calling this series Gifting.
0: I uh, guess she even made, made a slide, slide for it and, and everything. So we'll be looking at that for the next couple of weeks, and if you remember last week's message, if you were here and you missed it, we invite you to go back and watch it uh, on Facebook. Uh, but if you remember the message, we talked about one for me, one for you, and, and we talked about, about what? I think I heard it. it. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. All right, so everybody's got to go back and watch. No, i sure. We talked about forgiveness uh, last week, and I promise you, uh, you'll find out really quick, if you offer forgiveness, you'll find that it actually is gifting yourself. And so that's kind of what we looked at last week. But this week, I want to look at a different gifting. This week, I want to look at the gifting of God's presence. The gifting of God's presence. Now normally when we talk about God's presence we we think about omnipresent, right? Omni meaning everywhere, present meaning exactly what it says, present, right? And so and when so we talk, talk about, about God's, God's presence, presence we, we think, God think about his omnipresent, present. you know, he, he's, he's, he's omniscient, omniscient. he's, he's omnipotent. omnipotent, but he's omnipresent. We always say that which means God can be anywhere, at any time, in any place. Uh, and so that's the way God is as a matter of fact David said it like this and he said it best in the Psalms he says where can I go from your spirit watch this he said where can I flee from your presence he's talking about the omnipresence of God where can I fl- flee from your presence if I ascend into heaven you will be there if I make my bed in hell watch what it says you are there that's the omnipresence presence of God and that should be good news for you this morning that there's nowhere you can go there's nowhere that which you can find yourself that you do not have the Presence of God with you with you there
1: and so I want you to get an understanding of that so in other words we're not waiting
0: on him to show up He's already here. Listen, we're, we're not we're not begging him to, to come in. He's omnipresent. He's already here. He's not OTW. He's, He's not on the way. He's Jehovah Shammah, the God that, God that would be there. That's, that's what the Bible tells us in, in, in Ezekiel, Ezekiel. He, he said, said the God that will name this place, the God that will be there, Jehovah Shammah. Luke and Evan just say Shammah. Come on. Jehovah Shammah, that's the omnipresence of, of God, and that already excites you. Because, listen, he is not en route.
1: <laughs> listen, we're not waiting and <laughs> hoping that the music, the music will spark him to come. Them. No, no, <laughs> no, no he, he is
0: present. He is, is, present. He is, is here. Looking looking and, and tell him he's already there. he is already there. God is already there. That's the omnipresence of God. But I want to talk about a different presence of the Lord.
1: I want to talk about the manifested presence
0: of God. Now, God. now this going to be, be a little bit different because means he's always there. No matter, matter where you go, uh, he's there. there. No, no matter, matter where you show up, he is there. there. But, but but the manifested presence of God is, is different. The manifested presence of God is when God makes himself known. Yeah, yeah. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God, God with, with us. So us. So in other words, omni, he shows up. Manifested, he shows out. Come on somebody, somebody. Help, help me in the house house day. Day. I'm just <laughs> saying. Omni, he shows up, he's there. But manifested is when he, when he shows up. So go with me to Luke chapter number one. Go ahead and stand all over the house and we'll stand for the reading of God's scripture. Luke chapter number one, beginning at verse number five. The Bible says, And there was in the days of Herod the king of Judah, Judea a certain priest named Zacharias, a division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord, blameless. Blameless. Somebody say blameless. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren. Somebody say barren. And they were both well advanced in years. So it was while he was serving as the priest before God, in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his light fell to burn. Somebody say burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord and the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense then the angel of the Lord appeared standing on the right side of the altar of incense and when Zacharias saw him he was troubled and he fell and fear fell upon him but the angel said to him do not be afraid Zacharias for your prayer is heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah, watch this, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zachariah said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel said unto him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. And was sent to speak to you and bring these glad tidings you may be seated all over the house today i want to just give you a few notes today on gabriel just for a few moments as i kind of build the foundation of the message that i believe god has sent me to speak to us today but i want you to know that gabriel was one of the most mighty angels of god's army listen gabriel was one of the most greatly used angels, if you would, of God, God's army. Matter of fact, if you go to the Hebrew and look up uh, the Hebrew of the word Gabriel, you'll see that that name means God's hero. So if your name is Gabriel, by the way, then your name means God's hero. Listen, but he's also called the archangel. And also in Hebrews, you can also find that, that Gabriel is also called the strong one or the supreme one. or I like to call it like this, the chief of the angels. Matter of fact, if you look it up, it's called the indeclinable angel. In other words, he can't be overthrown because he's one of God's mightiest and most powerful angels. And you can look throughout the gospels and you can see how God empowered Gabriel to go and make one of the most historic, most impactful announcements that has ever been made of all times. And so I want you to understand that about Gabriel. Just understand that he is heaven's highest ranking angel but I want you to watch closely because as we read it you'll miss it if you don't see this in verse number 19. Gabriel says this the Bible says and says I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. Now I love this because Gabriel could have said a lot of things when he showed up to Zacharias. When, when, when we showed up to Zach, there's a lot of things that Gabe, and I'll probably say that most of the sermon, because it's just easier. Listen, there's a lot of things that Gabe could have said to Zach when he showed up. In other words, he could have showed up and said, hey, uh, 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 Zach, by the way, I'm God's number one angel. Hey, by the way, I want you to let you know my name means hero. <laughs> Listen, I want to make sure you understand I'm the highest Ranking angel. I want you to know I'm God's sidekick, but that's not what he said He said my name is Gabriel and what it is that makes me great is the fact that I stand in the presence Oh, y'all don't miss that this morning. I stand in the presence of a living God in other words He said it's not who I am. It's where I stand come on Listen in other words. He's saying it is not my title nor is it my talent. Listen It is not my gifting nor is it my giving it is the significant fact of the fact that I stand in the very presence presence of of jehovah i stand in the very presence of yahweh i stand in the very presence of good god almighty come on on, help me preach in the house today listen he said that's where my power that's where my purpose and that's where my authority comes from because i stand in the presence of god and so i want you to see this because zach and elizabeth the bible gives us a little blues clues about them too that's just a few i want to give you about gable but i can give you a few about about Zach and, uh, and uh, uh, Elizabeth um, as well. Because did you catch it in there? I got you to say it, so hopefully you did. The Bible says they were blameless. Watch this, they were barren, but they were burning. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I want you to see this. They, they were blameless and, and and the word blameless means that you didn't have to question them. They, they were the type, they were straight up folk. They, they were people that you didn't have to worry or wonder where they would be if it was raining on Sunday morning. I mean, they were blameless type people. I mean. That, Sorry, that just slipped. (laughs) They would would be there. Come on. Can I keep it 100? I want to keep it real for you today. They were blameless. Watch this. They were blameless, but wait a minute, but they were barren. And and barren is an interesting thing because as you look on the word, barren, it means that something was missing. Back in the day, if you were barren and didn't have children, then it meant that, that God wasn't blessing. So let me just ask the question. What do you do when you're barren, yet you've been faithful? Well, what do you do when you're barren, but yet you've been doing right? Listen, what do you do when you're barren, but yet you've been praying and paying right? What, what do you do when, when you've been doing all the right things? When God even calls you blameless, but you're not seeing what you were believing for come to pass. Do I have anybody in the house today that you ever feel like you listen, you're often living right, but you're always catching wrong. (laughs) Am I helping anybody? Listen. Do you ever feel that way that maybe you should, what you are viewing is not what you've been praying and seeking God for? I mean, people tell me all the time, Pastor, it just seems like I, I try to do right, but it just seems like I cannot catch a break. Well, guess what? That is blameless. But barren. Blameless, but. But barren, and the Bible says in Luke chapter number 1, watch this, because I want you to see it. It says that Zach was burning incense at the altar. So, so catch this. If we put it all together, they were, they were blameless, they were barren, but they were still burning. Listen, burning is a form of a worship. And so here's somebody's word for you today. Because listen, sometimes you got to go on and worship, even when it do not make any sense. At all, listen. Sometimes you got to go on and, and worship, even when you're not feeling anything. You know, you know what drives me? Can I just tell you what drives me crazy as a pastor? Listen, listen. One of the biggest excuses that drives me crazy is when people tell me, "Pastor, we just wasn't feeling it, so we stayed home." Pastor, we we were just in a funk, so we stayed home. What? What? You got to catch the scripture. Blameless means they were doing right. Barren means they weren't getting anywhere. But burning means they were still worshiping. Do you, Do you understand what I'm trying to teach? us to today can i just take? there are days that i have to preach in a funk come on, come on i'm can i i told you i was gonna be honest now i, I have my own autocon i had a minute daughter this morning i'm just saying listen there are days that that, that listen i had to preach when i'm not feeling it and i thought man if i have to preach not feeling it surely you can sit and listen not not feeling it. i just i, I just saying i told you i was gonna keep it merry christmas i was gonna keep it real for us today listen there's just sometimes you got to go on and worship when life stinks. Listen, there's sometimes that you got to go on and you got to give even when you're broke. Listen, there's sometimes you got to go on and praise uh, even when you've been poor-mouthed. And listen, there's sometimes you got to pray even when you feel like you're absolutely prayed out. Because guess what? It's easy to burn when everything's okay. Listen, it's easy to burn when everything is running smooth. It, it's easy to burn when everything's in the overflow. But what about when you're not seeing what you want to see? Listen, what about when you're not seeing what you've prayed for and fasted for and gave for? Well, guess what? You got to reach way down into what you know. <laughs> Listen, you got to reach all the way down in what you know and not base your burning on your barrenness. Come on, y'all need to hear this today. Listen, don't ever base your barrenness on your burning on your barrenness. In other words, what I'm trying to say is a lot of times we base it on our current present condition. Well, guess what? Jesus said in this world. You're going to have trouble. Guess what? Jesus said, in this world, there's going to be days that you ain't going to feel it. So you don't base your burning on your current condition. Listen, don't base your burning on your current circumstance. Listen, you go on and burn and just wait on him to do what he's going to do are y'all hearing me Let you go on and burn and just just wait on God to do what he is going to do because listen God's worthiness is not based on our condition listen God's worthiness is not based on what we are experiencing right now matter of fact if God doesn't ever do anything else for me he is worthy to be praised listen if he never does anything else for me he is worthy come on you ought to know it today for yourself too he is worthy To be praised and said, I got to teach us today. Listen, we got to learn to burn. We got to learn to worship regardless of what we are are seeing. Listen, you got to decide that right now. You got to say, you know what? I am going to serve you. God, I'm going to worship you even if the chips don't fall out of place. Listen, Lord, I'm going to worship you and I'm going to serve you even if the answer that I have prayed for has not come through yet. Jesus, I look, I'm going to worship you and I'm going to serve you. Listen, even if the stress level hasn't come down yet because I'm going to serve you and I'm going to burn for you because see here's what Zach didn't understand when he was in there and he was doing his incense because the light fell on him and it was his opportunity in other words it was his day to lead worship you see see they, they picked him and they said hey guess what Zach you gotta lead you gotta lead worship today And guess what he didn't realize this but his worship was about to break his barren season Can I just tell somebody, you never know when your worship is about to break your barren season. Listen, he he was burning and his burning was about to break his barren season. My goodness, I feel like I need to tell about 10 of you today. Listen, don't you dare let up. You keep on worshiping the Lord whether you feel it, listen, whether you see it, whether you understand it. Come on, listen to me today. Go on and clap in the middle of your chaos. Go on and lift a hand in the middle of your hurt. Go on and dance in your darkness going to shout a praise in the middle of your problems listen go on and worship although you may be feeling weak but don't you dare let up listen because I'm telling you maybe just what's going to break your barren season is when you're serving and you are worshiping the Lord well pastor I I need a break and pastor I need a I need a break I'm just I've been serving a long time and I I need to sit this one out. You know what? God works in the opposite of the world. Listen, because see, the world says when you need a break, lay out. <laughs> Listen, the world says when you need a when you need a break, go on and skip out. When you need a break, go on and sleep in. But God says, when you need a break, <laughs> worship. Listen, because worship breaks barren moments. Am I helping anybody in the house that come on? You need to get this in your spirit. Worship breaks barren seasons. Come on, serving breaks barren seasons. Get heaven. Breaks barren. Se- that's why the Bible says give and it shall be what? Yeah. Give it back. Well, what if you skip the first part? It's not going to be given back according to the scripture. Give and it shall be given. It, it doesn't say hoard it up. It doesn't say hold on to it. It doesn't say hide it out. No, no, no. You got to do something if you want your barren season broke. Listen, so it's an atmosphere and you got to get this. It is the atmosphere of burning and, and serving and, and worship. And that's where Zach found himself. Listen, he was worshiping, and, and all of a sudden, this worshiping angel, y'all do know angels worship, right? I mean, the Bible says right now what angel angels doing. They worshiping around the throne. And so here, here Zach is. And he's in there worshiping. And about this time, a worshiping angel shows up. And watch what happens when two worshipers get together. Come on, somebody. Woo! Y'all better watch what happens, Ronald. You come on. Listen, watch what happens. This ain't the end, it's just the middle. Listen, watch what happens when worshipers come together. I'ma tell you, miracles happen when two people get together and worship. No wonder the enemy fights so hard against our worship because he knows that if just two of you will come together in agreement the bible says it shall be done did y'all see that two worshipers came together and so what happens is when two people come together in worship it takes you from the omnipresence of god to the manifested presence of god yeah yeah it takes you from god just being there to god showing up it takes you from god just showing up to god showing showing off and that is where miracles happen because that's what happened is Zach was there he was worshiping right by himself and then all of a sudden Gabriel shows up and because Gabriel showed up the barrenness broke stand to your feet all over the house and I dare you to grab somebody by the hand and say will you worship with me I dare you right now grab somebody by the hand and say hey will you worship will you worship with me I don't even know who you are <laughs> I don't even know you but will you worship will you worship with me just worship the lord you ain't got to hold your hand the whole time but just letting them know that's just like hey we're going to worship we're going to worship together watch what two worshipers can do in the house today ronald you lead us
1: you are the first Come on. you go before you are the last Lord, you're the uncle, your name's in lies for all to see. The starry hosts declare your glory, glory in the highest. glory in the highest, glory in the highest, apart from you, there is no God, light of the The bright and morning star name will shine for all to see. You are the one.
0: number 19 watch this in verse number 19 three things that Gabe said you may be seated 19 to I know y'all trying to get out of here hold on and the angel answered and said to him I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and I was sent to speak to you and bring you these things there are three things that Gabriel said remember I told you about Zach and and Elizabeth that they were blameless were barren but they were burning now watch this watch what Gabriel said Gabriel said I stand I was sent, and I speak. Now, I want you to see this real quick. I stand, I was sent, and I speak. And I want you to understand this because whenever you stand in the presence of God, listen, what you're really doing is you're making yourself available. Listen, whenever it is you stand in the presence of God, it is a state of surrenderance. In other words, God, here I am. Whatever it is you want me to do. And then watch Gabriel say, Gabriel said I was a sent. In other words, Gabriel was given his assignment. And you will never get your assignment until you've stood in the presence of God. Watch this, but not only was he sent, but then Gabriel said, I gotta do this, I gotta speak. I gotta speak. And so if you look at it, that's kind of what pastoring does, that's kind of what being a Christian is, is all about. We, we stand in his presence, listen, we, we get his uh, assignment, and, and then we begin, to, we begin to speak. So in other words, if you'll stand in his presence and you'll figure out why in the world it is that God sent you to planet earth. Listen, if you are a Christian, a born-again believer of Jesus Christ, you're still wondering and worrying what it is God has called you to do. Because, by the way, he has an individual plan for every single one of us. He told Jeremiah, he said, I know the plan that I have for you, and that applies to every one of us. Hey, I know the plan that I have. And so you got to stand in his presence to get to get that assignment. you got to stand in his presence to get an understanding of, of what it was. And so I want you to see this as Gabe was looking at Zach. He said, Zach, I stand. Zach, I was sent, and then he said, "I'm about to speak your miracle." Listen, he said, "I'm about to speak." Watch what he did. He spoke his miracle. So this is so important to us because we got to understand where miracles come from. Your miracle is in your mouth. Come on, somebody. Listen, your miracle is in your mouth. That tells us the miraculous power that is in. Your mouth, watch this, that comes from standing in the presence of God and telling God, God, you send me wherever it is that you want me to go, and then I'll speak. Listen, I, I speak light. That's why the Bible says that life and death are in the power of what? Of your mouth. In your tongue. Blessings are in your mouth. And so, and I know you may be sitting here today and you say, Well, I'm just not feeling it right now. And things don't look. Guess what? That's why the Bible tells us sometimes you gotta speak those things that are not as though they already were you got to speak those things in faith and you know what god it don't look real good right now but guess what i'm believing that it is good i'm believing that you do all things good he said i'll work all things together what for our for our good to those that love the lord to those that stood in his presence to those that get their assignment and a sin and to those that will speak the word of the Lord. You gotta speak. It's in it's in your mouth. And so you gotta understand that when you come into his presence, like we come into a place like this, it helps our faith to rise up. Listen, it empowers us, if you will. But notice in verse number 18, and let me move along in the scripture. Notice in verse number 18. Zach, Zach was Zach was a wise man. And here's how I know it, because Zach said, I'm old. <laughs> and then he's like, but uh, she's just well advanced she's <laughs> y'all see how smart zach was i'm pretty, I'm pretty slick one i'm pretty smart of of zach but but here's what i want you to get in this because zach was really saying whoa, whoa hold on gable that's something we prayed a long time ago what wait, wait a minute gable you you mean to tell me that my wife is advanced in the years that she is and as old as as i am we're going to have a we're going to have a a child Listen, and so I want to tell us today that, listen, just because you may have stopped praying it, listen, does not mean that God has not already released it to to come your way. (laughs) Listen, I'm telling you, just because, listen, God may answer some prayers that you done gave up on. Listen, God may be still going to answer prayers that you done forgot that you you've prayed anybody hearing when I'm picking up? Listen, in other words, I want to circle your neighborhood and let you know God's good for it. (laughs) Listen, yeah, yeah, God heard you when you prayed. And listen, you may have forgotten that you prayed, but what we got to understand, it is not that God did not hear it. Listen, it is not that God did not want to answer it. Listen, it's all about God's Timing. Look to your neighbor and tell him it's his timing. It's his time. Notice I didn't say my timing. I didn't say your timing. It is his timing. And so a lot of times because we give up on praying for it. Listen, we feel like maybe prayed. But listen, I want you to understand that God has not forgotten. Listen, I want you to understand that, that God may just be sending what you pray for some long time ago. Because think about it. A baby in the right year was not as miraculous as a baby when you well advanced. In years, and so you got to realize what God is going to do. God is going to do whatever it takes for Him to get the most glory out of your story. Listen, and that's what that's what God's going to do. And so listen, He may not answer your prayers when you pray Him. Listen, and it may not even be a prayer that you prayed. And I just want you to understand that God has not forgotten. I don't know who I need to encourage in the room today, but God has not forgotten what you, you have prayed. Are y'all picking up what I'm laying down? Listen, God has not forgotten what you have prayed. You may have forgotten it, but God has not but stay with me in the story watch this you got two worshipers listen but one of them begins to doubt and what did god do shut his mouth (laughs) yeah one began look at verse number 20 in the scripture but behold you will be mute and not able to speak until the days that these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time can i help somebody today listen do not speak doubt over what you're asking God to do. I've done t- told you, the Bible says, if any two of you will agree, it shall be done. But if one of you is doubting and wondering, guess what? As a matter of fact, let me just go on and say, like I said, if you're gonna join with me, but you're gonna doubt, just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, if you're gonna connect faith with me, but, but, but you can't believe for what God is believing for us to do, then listen, we need somebody that's gonna believe with us. We need somebody that's gonna have to have the faith that we have to believe that God can do what God has said He can do. And if we don't believe that, then we best to say nothing. At all. Listen, if you can't speak faith, don't say nothing. Listen, if you can't speak faith about my health or about my church, listen. then don't say anything at all. Because when you speak doubt, listen, God may just mute it. God, I tell you what, where is my spiritual remote? There was one around here somewhere. I know. I saw it earlier today. Where is my spiritual remote? Did I lose it? All right, we got a picture of it up there. Listen, whenever somebody tells you you can't, mute it. Listen, whenever somebody tells you, nah, that, that probably ain't going to happen. I dare you to just mute it. Whenever somebody says, you can't afford that, just mute it. Whenever somebody says, nah, you asking way too big, come on, mute it. When somebody says, man, you over the top, just mute it. Listen, when somebody says, your child is too far gone, you look at him and say, oh, ah, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute it. I'm going to mute it. You listen, because if somebody can't speak faith to your faith, then mute it. Listen, don't go by what you're seeing. <laughs> go by what you believe in. What you believe in God for? Look at verse number twenty-two. But when he came out, he could not speak. Listen, just like God said, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned to them and reminded, remained speechless. Let me just ask you the question: When is the last time that you were just speechless at God's manifestation of His presence? When? When is the last time that you just left out the temple and you were just you were speechless? Like, I, whew, I can't even. I can't even tell you what happened in there. I'm just. Was that's what, that's what he was in the scripture. It says it right there in the scripture, but skip down to verse number 57. Let me show what happens in the story in case you don't know. The Bible says in verse number 57, Now Elizabeth's time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced to her. Great mercy. Y'all see that? She's old. I'm just saying. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him... By the name of his father, Zacharias. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, well, Hold on a minute. There's no one in your relatives by whom which has that name. Look at the scripture. Watch this. So they made signs to the father. What would he have him called? And verse number 63 says, And he asked for a writing tablet, and he wrote saying, His name is John. So they all marveled and immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and he spoke and began praising God. Now I want you to see this because they arguing back and forth talking about let's call him Zach you know that way he'll be named after his dad and y'all ain't got no relatives named John why would you name him John and Zach says give me my iPad or the Bible says a tablet I'm just assuming (laughs) give my tablet and he types out the name his name is John do y'all see that in the scripture today. Listen, and I know, what, I know what he's thinking when he's sitting there typing this. I know this ain't what y'all thinking. <laughs> Listen, I know this ain't according to tradition. Listen, I know there may not be anybody else in our family named John, but I believe Zacharias, if we could talk to him, that, he'd say, but you know what? God was doing a new thing. <laughs> Listen, God was doing a new thing. Even when his family and his friends didn't get it, watch this. He had to let them understand that God was doing a new thing I don't know who I need to tell this to today but listen don't let your family name what God is trying to birth in your life come on don't you let your co-worker or your friends name what God is trying to birth in your life because see they may not have gone through what you went through to get to where you're at they may not have prayed in the manner that you have prayed to get to where you at listen I don't need others telling me what the Lord has done for me I know what the Lord has done for me listen what God was doing in Zach and Elizabeth's life was different it was different, and, and nobody else understood it. And everybody's like, man, that's what we need to do. We need to name him Zach. And he's like, uh-uh. God's on a new thing, and we're going to name him John. And you know, as I was studying this, I thought about the, when we felt the labor pains of starting free worship. Listen, we didn't let others tell us what we knew God's telling us to do. I'm serious. That, that green's a little too bright, Pastor. That praise team's a little too loud. Sorry. Listen, those lights are a little too clubbish. Those jeans are a little too ripped. Listen, you know what I want to say? Nah, God's doing a new thing. Listen, God's doing a new thing. And so, we got. listen, we got to quit allowing other people to tell what God's trying to birth in our life. I'm trying to help us in the house today. And so, some of you today, you've quit praying because you think that, that God's done with with what he was doing. Listen, you know what? I thought about even the people that's not even with us today that prayed in the beginning for this ministry. Listen, I'm not upset one bit. I'm excited because guess what? God, I believe, is still going to answer their prayer. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Listen, God is still going to answer the prayers that were prayed all the way back then. I'm thinking about We're coming up on 14 years as a ministry on January the 10th. 14 years here as free worship. And I'm thinking about how people prayed way back then. And guess what? I don't think God's done yet. Matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. I don't even think God's got good and started yet. Listen, I'm just telling you today, and we're just waiting on God's timing. And although somebody else may say, well, no, God's probably done, and that's where it's at. Nah, listen, I'm telling you, those prayers that we we prayed 14 years ago, I'm telling you, God is not finished yet. God will complete. mm, He says, I will bring it to completion, the things that he began in our life and so just thinking about 14 years coming up and I just tell you real quick watch this 14 years 14 is and I don't give you all this I'll probably preach it later 14 is the second multiple of seven seven is completeness and so 14 if you look it up it, it reinforces completeness if you look up 14 it seals it actually reads it like this it says, seals in concrete by doubling it 14 is associated watch this with fresh starts and new opportunities 14 represents the year to take more risk. And so I just want to tell you that I am believing for this to be the year. Listen, that God's going to answer prayers that maybe we have done for God that we even prayed. Listen, I'm believing that God's going to answer prayers that maybe we've even given up on the prayers that we prayed. I'm believing that God is going to answer prayers on stuff that maybe we moved on to. But guess what? He is still going to answer the prayers. I believe it today. Ronald, you come on, watching this scripture today. Gabriel appears to to Zach. Now I want you to see this because when when Gabriel appeared to, to Zacharias, listen, God had been silent for 400 years. In other words, there was no voice. Now God was there because God's omnipresent. But watch this, it wasn't until Gabriel showed up that God manifested himself 400 years later. For 400 years, now listen, God didn't vacate planet earth, he was omnipresent. I want you to get this. He just had not manifested his presence in 400 years. And the last thing he said in Malachi, and I preached this during the Israel sermon, watch this, the last thing he said in Malachi, watch this, verse number five, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, Before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children, y'all remember me preaching that, uh, to the fathers. Now watch this, and then four hundred years later, it's like Gabriel just picks right up where God left off. Look at verse number seventeen. Going to stand all over the house. Watch what he says in verse number seventeen. If you can put that back up, it'd be great. He will also go before Him in the spirit of Elijah, the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Say Pastor, Pastor, what does any of that mean? Listen, that tells me it don't matter how long it's been. Listen, it don't it don't matter how long it took. Listen, God said what he said in Malachi and then picked right back up 400 years later and said, I'm going to do exactly what I told you when I closed my mouth in Malachi. I'm opening my mouth back because God don't forget. Listen, because God, he forgets sin, but he don't forget your prayers. Matter of fact, the Bible says every tear that you've ever prayed has been bottled up. Even in heaven, it's bottled up, and and he knows each and every single one of them. And so God shows us in the opening of the books, he says, I want to show you a worshiper that was blameless, that was barren, but was still burning. Listen, God want to make it very clear that He's always been there. He's omnipresent. But listen, it is a whole nother level when you manifest, when He manifests His presence to us. Oh, and I just feel like letting you know today that I feel like He's ready to manifest His presence. Maybe in something that you've prayed for long ago. Listen, maybe for something that you've been waiting in. Waiting and waiting for. Maybe even for something that you would think would just be the craziest thing to happen right now in the middle of your life. Listen, I'm sure when Gabriel looked at Zach and said, y'all, y'all better have a baby. I prayed that so long ago, but guess what? He still worshiped. Listen, he was still burning. I want to help you today. Listen, if you don't have the faith, worship. Listen, even if people have let you down, worship. Listen, even when it's hard, worship. Listen, even when you don't understand what's going on in your life, worship because He is always there. Listen, He said in Hebrews, He said in Deuteronomy 31 I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. That's His omnipresence. Gabriel said, I stand, I was sent. And I speak, every head bowed and every eye closed in the house today. Listen, maybe during the even during the message today, God brought back to remembrance something that you prayed for. And maybe he hadn't come through. Listen, maybe it even made you a little sour. Or, or maybe it just made you question people all the time say you're not supposed to question god i don't believe that i don't believe that i believe it's okay to question the father jesus did my god my god why why have you forsaken me and jesus was our example listen we got to get to the relationship with our heavenly father like we have with our father and my kids question me all the time why dad well this is why how are we going to do it that way, Dad? Because that's the way we're going to do it, kids. That's what's it's okay to question. So maybe you're here today and you don't forgot about a prayer that you prayed. You say, man, Pastor, it's been so long since I prayed that prayer. Listen, if you're just in your own way, worship the Lord. Listen, worship breaks barren seasons. so I believe that. And so right now, if you're feeling empty, feeling undone, maybe even feeling unworthy, worship. Worship him anyway. Trust him. Trust that his timing, he said in Ecclesiastes, I make all things beautiful in my time. In his time, he'll make all things, make all things beautiful. We're going to open up the altar today, and so maybe you want to come and you want to pray uh, before God today. Maybe that's your act to worship today. Maybe you just want to come stand in His presence today and worship before Him today. Listen, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't remember a time in your life when you asked Christ to come in and to save you. Paul said, I write these things that you may know that you have eternal life. All of us have eternal life somewhere. But those that will reign with Him in heaven are those that have asked Him to come into their life and to save them and i prayed every week creating me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me so today if you're here today and you've never asked Jesus Christ to come into your life today could be that day you say Lord Lord, come in and save me forgive me of my sins I'm lost without you and I ask you to come in we open up the you come today